I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello. you. Welcome to Football Land, uh, where we have been given a billion dollars by the Qatari government uh, due to a clerical error. It's fictional. No, it's not fictional, Mark. We've been given a billion dollars to create the world's first football theme park in Qatar for the World Cup in Qatar in 2022 in Qatar. Right, if you're listening, block your ears for a second, Anthony. If you're listening, Anthony's gone slightly mad and genuinely thinks this is real. (sighs) It's not. It's a comedy improvised podcast where we uh, riff around the world of football and fairground rights. Do you know what your in problem is, Mark? In a fictional way. You don't believe enough. Do you believe in fairies at the end of your garden? Well, there were fairies photographed in the 1920s by two sisters. You might and, photograph and, fairies and. down the end of your garden. Oh, yeah, mate. I bet when Crinkly Bottom, Noel Edmonds's theme park, uh, was first built, I bet you thought that that would never exist. And it did, mate. Oh. And... It only closed because somebody got <laughs> severely injured. <laughs> I've got a bigger question. Go on. I had this thought the other day and it was troubling. it's been troubling me. It's sort of blowing my mind. If Football Land, whether it's real or not, if Football Land had a podcast, what would it be? Would it be this right. or would it be something else? Are you saying we've got to do another podcast on top of this? No, I'm not. Because we've got to create a fictional podcast. I don't know. I thought about this in the shower and then I just curled up in the the shower (laughs) tray. I can help you there because Football Land isn't real, but this podcast is real. Yeah. So in your world, Anthony, does that mean this podcast isn't real because Football Land is real? So Football Land, so we're going to have to cancel (laughs) our guest today, Spencer Owen. Oh, uh, because he's lined up, he, he's wearing He, he doesn't realise it's not real. Let's have a pretend Spencer Owen pitching his real ride at the real theme park yeah, football that's, land. That's, that's, good that's for all me. we're doing. We we need to fill this theme park, lads, right. with rides. Yeah. Football themed rides, hopefully. And we've got three more ideas today. One of you is gonna have to draw me a diagram. Sure. Let's yeah. have a jingle. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it will be to go to football land one day. Hey! Ryan, you've got an idea first. You're in the ideas zone. What have you got? Yeah, I'm... It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. So, you know... Oh, so you guys believe in Father Christmas now? Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So well, this don't. is extremely confusing. Who do you think brings the presents? Who do you think flies all around the world in, in 24 hours? I'll tell you what, my niece the other day said, I'd like this present, showed me uh, on Amazon, it was 75 quid. I said, oh, bit pricey. And she said, it's okay, we can get Father Christmas to bring that and it will be free. <laughs> 
this is the Russian consumerist. She had me by the absolute force. Fair play to her. Fair play to her. She's been working on that for Doesn't fit in a stocking. It's like six foot by three foot, you know. What is it? It's a snooker table. Yeah, okay. Well, in the spirit of Christmas, because it's this is Christmas. We're going to sing a carol. We're going to sing a carol. I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, oh great. Brilliant. I'm calling it Elfinger the City. Elfinger like the City. Elfinger the City. So, this is a story of a man called Elfinger. Right. He's a white haired gentleman who looked uh, a little like a sort of shrunken head uh, Gordon Ramsay. Like shrunken head, like in a like vinegar sort of vat, like yeah. tiny onion head. Yeah, like, like the con- conquer head. Yeah, like they used to do uh, in certain civilizations back yeah. in, back the, in the, the day. The shrunken tiny heads of yeah, yeah. Um, and he liked to play football in the city, uh, so much so that it said that he even played for the city. Right. Should it should I do this in more of a children's? No, no I like I'm it. It's kind of quite voice. breathy. Like you, you're you, like auditioning for the it's archers. Quite inappropriately sexy. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really... I'll, I'll try and cheer it up a bit. How about that? I if I that, go up a little, I think that would wear thin quite quickly. Okay. Let's see if I do, I do a few lines like that. Okay. Right? Until one day, he was tackled so badly that he couldn't have children. Is that what happened? Elf, it, yeah. He couldn't have children after El, that. To Elfinger, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Blimey. Um, just, just still so on is the Roy voice. Keane the dad? Yeah. Let's, you know, you're like one of those people in the cinema, aren't you? Yeah. Where you keep asking the questions. Yeah. Is Roy Keane the dad? Is what I always ask. <laughs> Especially in Star Wars. So there's a, there's a man called Elfinger. He liked playing football. He looked a bit like a shrunken head Gordon Ramsay. Mm. He liked playing football so much. And then one day he got tackled so badly he couldn't have children. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sad, right? So Elfinger got sad and he went to the far north. The far, far north, his native land, right? Uh-huh. Oh. But when he got real, no, further north. Oh, oh like, Well, he went to Leeds first, but then after Leeds, he went back to Norway. Right. Like, he's on the edge of the Arctic Circle, let's yeah. say, right? Yeah. And when he got home, he realised that he had a giant human baby in his kit bag. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so he did what any responsible human adult would do that apparently really loves children. He kept it. Yeah, 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 he did. And so when the baby grew up, it looked um, a little like a kind of creepy, half deflated sex doll. Um, But that didn't stop Elfinger loving him. Yeah. No, he loved that baby. And as it turned out, the giant, creepy, deflated sex doll baby uh, also liked playing football like his dad. But in, in a cruel twist, in a cruel, cruel twist, he was even better than his kidnapper. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. He was like so good. And though even though Elfinger feared that letting the child hostage go might ultimately lead the authorities back to him and that things might not go well for him in prison, despite the very liberal nature of the far, far north's prison system. <laughs> <laughs> so he let the creepy giant deflated sex doll hostage baby go mm. to the big city. Yeah. And so through the Bryn Forest he went, across the Mulder Sea, down the Salzburg ski jump and down the Dortmund mine tunnel. Oh, right. (laughs) I got a minute. The Dortmund mine tunnel. The Dortmund mine tunnel. And so finally he gets to the um, shipping canal and he he goes along the shipping canal um, and there he meets in the city a very gruff old man. 
who it turns out was his father's tormentor. Oh. Yeah. But the giant melty sex doll baby scored a goal so good that he melted the gruff man's heart and they became friends and they recorded some kind of one-hour special on Sky Sports in which they probably... The gruff old man interviewed the giant sex doll looking baby, uh, sort of melty sex doll baby yeah. in a car, probably in a car, in a yeah. car or walking around a kind of yeah. a gas or having, a, yeah. having a breakfast in Debenham's canteen before yeah. that was cruelly taken from us. Exactly. And then they lived happily ever after. Oh, what a story. A, yeah. What a story. Story. What a story. What yeah. a story. What but a the, story. But the question I've got. Go on. <laughs> I've got a few. <laughs> is. How do I turn this into a ride? Yeah, that, no, that yeah, was my that, main question. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If it's just a book in the gift store, yeah, mm. don't know how well that's going to do. I was in a, thinking maybe in a it could be um, doesn't celebrate Christmas, like a Christmas um, ice um, fairy tale uh, at the Squeaky Bum Time Arena Ooh. on ice. Ooh, that, re- that uh, would be uh, acting out I the story with ice skaters. I wondered if it was kind of like a kids' land type thing, mm. or maybe it was a bit like the Crystal Maze and the journey. Sort. Of I don't think in any. This, this is the trouble with parts of the story. I don't think in a kids' ride you can have uh, someone tackling someone so violently that they can't have children anymore. And I, I'm also yeah, not sure, that. even in the ice version, which I think is a, a good possible solution to making it something substantial in the park, yeah. I'm not sure you can have a giant deflated sex doll no. whizzing around on the ice if it's, it's, if it's a story for children. <laughs> but it's a male sex doll. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. even yeah. so... I think they're still quite anatomically correct, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But um, if it's deflated, the penis will be flaccid. I'm, I'm well, guessing. Well, that helps. We could put that need we an extra put... third roller skate. Roller skate. <laughs> <laughs> we could put uh, we could put trousers on him, or, we should, or you know, we could. We dress could, him. but that would be defeating. Yeah, the but object. then you'd have to have you know a lot of explainer in the dialogue saying this is actually a sex doll. It's just a bloke. Like, <laughs> it's just a, a mannequin and with tr- trousers could, on. Could, would it work? Like you, you said, his dad had a shrunken head, but normal yeah. sized body. If if the son that wasn't his son had uh, a normal sized head but a, a shrunken body, would that work? It, it could do. I, I think that I see the dad as like. Um so he looks like a, sh- a shrunken head Gordon Ramsay. Let's not forget Gordon Ramsay's head is massive. Yeah. So yeah. by the time you've shrunken it down, it looks normal size. Yeah. So and I and what I was thinking with the sex doll was it, it's more that um, Erling Haaland's face looks like it's about to fold in on itself. Yeah. Yes. So it's like a sex doll's deflated from the head first, like yeah, and yeah. it's sort of almost like in that weird shape. So, so that you, would distract from the stonking great hard on it may or may not have. Mm. Yeah. No one would look at that. There's if so his much head else. Is... You could have someone ice skating next to it with a bicycle pump, sort of yeah. pumping it up. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, keeping it at the deflating right. Deflating it, keeping yeah. it at the right. You probably volume, need yeah. a whole train of ice skaters just holding his penis on on the shoulder <laughs> ahead of him yeah I, yeah I, I like it I like your idea of a Christmas skating bonanza yeah I um, really like especially that idea. in Qatar because because it's a hot country yeah people need to cool down yeah I don't understand why they're not playing the World Cup games on an ice rink or yeah, at least very, um, it makes total sense or yeah. at least you know in the NHL um they've got you know they can turn concrete to ice in like mm. an hour it's more. It's less than that. It's seconds. Right. It's so, seconds. You so, just throw a switch and boom. And then you could just put some astroturf on that, and the pitch is freezing. Yeah. So you've got, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, players running around, sort of almost like trying not to touch the ground because it's Ooh. it's so cold. It's like the reverse of under soil heating. Exactly. Why yeah. don't they have that in Qatar? But why don't they? Well, let's raise that with the authorities when we're building this park. Yeah, because they keep saying, "Oh, we'll just have games in the night." It's like, yeah. well, you've got a the way you've done the World Cup. You've got like six games a day. 
You're going to have them yeah, all yeah. in the night, like kicking off at half hour intervals. I, I'm sure I've said this before. It's actually quite cold in, in Qatar in the winter yeah. at night. But it's, it's about 12 degrees. But not cold enough to go ice skating. We will have to put no, some ice on No, it's not that there. cold. But th- what they have done is they've air-conditioned all the arenas. And mm. if you know anything about air-conditioning in a large venue... It they gets can never, too cold. They can never turn it off. No. It, they, they, mm. they never, by the time they've turned it off, it's the next day usually. Or, you mm. know, it's retained all of that cool. So yeah. there's going to be... I reckon there's going to be... I might put a cheeky bet on... Uh, a hypothermia case. A hypothermia Gosh, case? Yeah, in, in the stadium of a fan yeah, or a player? Either. Wow. It could will, be a third choice goalkeeper. Will the bookies take odds on that, do you think? I mean, they, they take odds they on They have anything. to, don't they? They would take, yeah. I wonder what odds you'd get. Who Who is your favourite for going... Getting hypothermia yeah. while playing? Yeah. Um, I feel like if anyone in the England team is, is not going to get hypothermia, I feel like Luke Shaw won't. I feel like he's quite a yeah, solid, compact player. Hardy. I think his heat retention is going to be quite high. I think high. Harry Maguire might. He he suffers with cold extremities. Well, I think also his forehead will <laughs> yeah. hemorrhage heat. Yeah, like he yeah, will lose a heat a lot on that surface area. area. Yeah, um, he needs almost like a, a knitted fringe. <laughs> He's always he's got yeah. his little spiky like kind of hair. He's always yeah. ruffling it up. But he yeah. should be growing. He should have like one of those kind of nine, uh, late uh, sort of early two thousands emo fringes. Yeah, he should have yeah. that that because he needs to grow one of them for the World Cup. He really if does. Cold, if his forehead gets really cold, and if he's part of this magical fantasia on ice, wouldn't it be a lovely touch if on his ice cold forehead there was a miniature version of that very show going on? <laughs> <laughs> what projected? Like yeah. a fractal pattern? No, it's actually happening. Right. Yeah. Like fractal patterns, and if you if you can isolate the tiny Harry Maguire that's going on on the real Harry Maguire's yeah. head, and look at the tiny Maguire's head, Ooh. there's an even more microscopic version. I of like the, that of the show going. It's a bit like those Christmas cakes where, where you put a scene on the top, yeah, uh, yeah, and you get it out of the box every year and put it on a new cake. Well, a lot of the Squeaky Bomb Time Arena is a hundred thousand capacity stadium. Mm. Okay, let's like yeah. let's be frank here. The the views from the very back are going to be not not great enough to watch it's a West Ham esque uh, to watch yeah exactly mm. to watch a, a, an ice skating but we, sort of show so we could station um, at least mannequins of Harry Maguire with yeah. the in, for the back row audience just to watch the miniature yeah. um, show going on on his forehead you you need to make sure it's synced with the actual show it would be confusing if you get a sense something major's just kicked off down there. And then you've got to wait a couple of seconds you've got to, for the you radio know delay. know something dramatic is going to happen on the tiny Harry Maguire's head next to you, but you haven't seen it yet. So it's like, a, it's like when like you when forget you've paused the football <laughs> and someone texts you, oh, great God, oh, cheers. Or when you're listening to Five Live in the kitchen, but yeah. the game's on in the sitting room. Mm. That's, diff- that's the difficulty with live performance. I know. So someone... <laughs> It's got the technology's gonna kind of have to be spot yeah, on. Spot on. Yeah, because yeah. we if we've got the money, yeah, we got the money. We got the money. Like like we always keep saying, you know, we've got plenty of time to work this out. Yeah, to iron yeah. out the creases. Yeah, we've got um, less time than when we started. I yeah. think. Can, can we? Still a lot of time and a lot of money. Can yeah. we make these mm. Harry Maguire figurines out of like all the discarded sex dolls, the male sex dolls? So uh, I don't see why not. <laughs> why are they discarded? How are we getting through so many? Have there been ice skate accidents? Keep popping them. Do I think they, it's like pop? I if think you're it's a bit like too enthusiastic with the sex doll, will it pop? I think you'd have to either be very enthusiastic, yeah, and you maybe you're wearing through it, it, it sort of heat from friction, mm, maybe, yeah, or you've got to have a very pointy helmet. Not if the sex doll is male. You're not going to be humping the penis, are you? Yeah, Ryan, what are you talking about? If, well, what's your idea of sex? If it's deflated, you could poke the penis in. <laughs> <laughs> in 
and you could go penis. <laughs> that's the ultimate sex stuff, isn't it? And you could go penis you kind of and just penis. Invert the penis and happy days if that's what you're into. And if you're not, just uh, and if you blow could... through the bum hole and the penis comes back out. <laughs> and, and invert your own penis at the same time. Um, all right, all those in favour of the Elf Inga the City uh, Harry Maguire forehead ice show, uh, I think, uh, with sex dolls, um, of course. All in favour of that, garbage, uh, say aye after three. Three, two, one. Aye. aye. Yes. It's Brilliant. really good to get more events at the Squeaky Bomb time. Yeah, it's it entertaining is. and informative. So, uh, my turn. Uh, I'm going to pitch something yep. called Get Your Kit On. Ooh. So, it, it was inspired by the maddening reality of substitutes not being ready. Yeah. There's just no excuse. Mm. It happens far too often. Yeah. A manager, mm. like there's a crisis replacement because there's an injury or a tactical, an urgent tactical replacement and the substitute is not ready. He's been sat there for 80 minutes. What is he doing? So, some or, of them are she. just almost not even wearing kit. At all, no. not, yeah. I, so I'm pretty sure I've seen somebody put on shorts. Yeah, yes, yeah. socks yeah, is definitely. common. Shirts common. Shin pads, boots, all of that's pretty common. But I, I'm pretty sure I've seen some. Yeah, they're just sat there fully dressed from the knee down, <laughs> and nothing else. Just in a shirt and tie. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it is unforgivable. I I did try and track this down. I can't yeah. remember. I'm sure I saw it where a substitute was about to go onto the field with the wrong shirt on. He did have a full kit, but yeah. it was the wrong shirt, and he had to go back into the change room. Is that mm. ringing any bells? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he might have been given the wrong shirt by the it's man. Definitely not the footballers' fault because they are beyond all blame. Yeah, and they're on top well, of there it. Was, yeah. uh, what, who was it? Um, wasn't mentally ready? Was it David James? I can't remember which keeper. There was a yes. it was, as a substitute, and um, he just wasn't mentally ready to play. Yes, and you know conceded Ever. a couple of quite blameful goals and it was and it was Tevez just, wasn't it said he wasn't mentally ready and refused to go on well Te- Tevez doesn't like playing football yeah. no Te- Carlos Tevez has never really enjoyed football that no, much which a, is the ultimate curse career Un- you know yeah. he'd rather be playing cricket when or he was squash. sat in his career's officer's office at school yeah and mm. he, he just said the first thing that came into his mind but he he hates football yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was the he win- wanted to be a marine engineer so th- th- this is a uh, an experience or a ride that um, kind of encapsulates that spirit of you have to get your clothes on you're about to be needed right mm. so you start on a platform uh-huh. totally nude okay mm. it's a greased platform yeah you have various bits of football kit around you yeah the mm. platform will start to vibrate right water cannons will fire Ooh. at you things will be thrown at you the platform will tilt at various angles and you have to get your kit on. Okay. Within a certain time limit. Yeah, within a certain time limit. And then you have to go on live TV, so, <laughs> <laughs> which is beamed all, all the way around the world. I was just so. about to say this sounds very Japanese and then you added that and it was it just became very Japanese game show. Yeah. 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 So you, unless you want to be seen in your undercrackers, mm. you're going to have to work hard to 
get fully to get dressed all before those, you're beamed you know, before you're beamed live on air yeah. to be shown all around football land and around the world and around on the a, world on a uh, not e- not even like an obscure Sky Channel. We're talking mm. in no. the top hundred. Well, I'm in negotiation for uh, various landmarks around the world to for your image to to pop up. Yeah, like on the side of Big Ben. The, yeah, the, why, why the would Tower. why would people want to do this? Because it's a blooming laugh. <laughs> right. It's it's a challenge. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Could, could we nominate people? Is it we we do like to do this? You know, we yeah. have, it's almost like the gift card experience. Um, and I'm just thinking this happens to me fairly regularly. So yeah. on a on a Saturday morning, I'm having a lie in. Uh, imagine this. I'm in I'm in my bed shorts. Also known as boxer shorts. Yeah. Um, Did you call them bed shorts? Yeah. Like, just that's to quite try a nineteenth century, just isn't it? Just to sort of class yeah. it up. Just you know, so night shorts. Not, <laughs> night shorts. Uh, imagine this: I'm in my bed shorts. I'm on, under the duvet. I've got a cup of hot coffee in one hand. I'm reading a book in the other. Yeah. And then what happens? Doorbell goes. Oh, yeah. Posty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got my post, and so I have to leap up, not yep. spill the coffee, not lose my page. Yeah, uh, quickly whip on some non-bed shorts. Yeah, because I, I can dampen down the morning horn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> the surprise. Get your has... magazine full of conservative MPs from the nineteen nineties just to yeah, look at. I, I, dampen it down. <laughs> I, you know, I, the surprise has sort of done that to me. Uh-huh. But I've got to whip on some bed shorts and a t-shirt. I don't have to, but I feel for the posties for sure. Of course, you know, yeah. I can go in my pants, and I have done sometimes. And then I got to get downstairs and to the front door, unlock it yeah. before the second knock comes because I also don't want to enrage him. I know knock. he's got a lot yeah. on. He's got a lot of deliveries, yeah. and he's he's got this. He probably won't be that bothered. You just chuck it in the bin and and, and forget about <laughs> so it. So what I'm thinking is that you they have we have something that they need. We've taken their clothes from them. I was going to say, yeah. how about we tie this in with the stay at the International Break Hotel? Very so good. when you stay at the International Break Hotel, mm. you wake up in the morning. You yeah. don't have any clothes on, do you? <laughs> you don't have any clothes. No, no. We have gone in in the night. We've yeah. taken your clothes <sighs> from you. Brilliant. And we've put them on a platform yeah. within the room. Maybe it's Ooh. in front of a mirror. This is good. Um, that mirror is a two-way mirror with a camera behind <laughs> it. You're going to go live to the nation on this. <laughs> there yeah. is the platform with the lube. And the, yeah, uh, yeah. and it vibrates. And then obviously you're on live TV. But but the jeopardy is mm. you have to do it because if we've we gone take in, all your other clothes. If we've gone in the to, to get on. the clothes, yeah, the does that on. mean... It's high. Like, You'll see all the clothes that have been discarded on the chair or whatever, yeah. and that's that's easy. But you, you have to crawl up underneath the duvet and debag them, take their night shorts because uh-huh. I don't I don't ever sleep nude. I have night night shorts or whatever you call them. <laughs> bed so shorts. One of us is going to have to crawl up. Not not one of us literally, but one of our staff is going to have to. Uh, what percentage of people in the world sleep naked? Do you reckon? Are you probably higher than you think? Yeah. And in a hotel, even higher. 20, because 23%? You're less worried about kind of, you yeah. know, scrotum sweat on the freshly laundered sheets. May, maybe we wake the bed very hot, a very hot bed to sleep very in. Very hot bed. Very hot bed, very, very cold, cold rest of the room. <laughs> so, yeah. so we've got weather patterns happening in the room. <laughs> Another challenge I thought of was uh, get your kit on. Uh, mm. You're being asked to replace the mascot. So right. that will be even harder to yeah. to get, like, all the Gunnosaurus yeah. gear on if you're on. Especially if you're covered in lube. You're, <laughs> you're, sort of getting, you're getting like matted in Leo the Lion's mane. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, oh, God, I'm all tangled. Yeah. 
you've only got one hand spare, <laughs> so you're gonna have to sort of. Oh, and the countdown clock's reached yeah. three, two, one, and you, you're either gonna oh, have to. It's, my my grandma's watching me on the telly yeah. now. Yeah, uh, like inter- with the head of Bertie the Bee and pants yeah. off in the bottom we inter- half. We interrupt loose women <laughs> to show you a giant bee with knackers <laughs> <laughs> covered in KY jelly. <laughs> <laughs> With a tiny uh, frozen, <laughs> frozen penis, but very sweaty feet. <laughs> standing on the and then how bed. long are you on the TV for until you put the rest of your clothes on? Or is it just like 10 seconds of ten someone seconds completely with your naked? Name and your full contact details. <laughs> that's your, your identity. Number. That's your passport photo. <laughs> if this becomes really popular, that might be become quite annoying for mobile phone users all over the world if we can scramble the signal and they're trying to just <laughs> send an email and they're just getting wall-to-wall giant bee heads with penises <laughs> and bank details. <laughs> I just, I just want to send an email. You've maybe hit on something there that if we want this to be... Sh- <laughs> Shame, very shameful shaming. Yeah. Uh, that I think there's a strategy that people are going to go straight for the head first. They're going to cover up their face. Even yeah. though you've got the details, yeah. you're hoping that, you know, most people think it's another, <laughs> you know, Darren yeah. Warburton. Uh, right. You know what I mean? And so they're not putting two and two together. Whereas, so I think if, if it is mascots, we should definitely put the heads in the furthest part of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, think that's, yeah. that's wise. Yeah, the, the most important <laughs> thing that people are going to go for should be the hardest thing to w- get w- hold of. Would, can I just ask a question of tactics? Like, I, I I disagree with that premise completely. I oh. think if I were on a vibrating platform full of KY <laughs> with the direction, I'd be putting on Hold my on, pants. Where's your wall come from? <laughs> I think this is part of it, right? Oh. And you've got... you've. I would put my pants on first. I wouldn't be struggling about with a Burnley Bertie the Beat head. If you've Very got a hard on, even with pants on, it's yeah. still going to be quite yeah, shaming, at least you've got also, some modicum of decency. You're on a vibrating slash thrashing platform like bucking bronco sort yeah, of thing yeah and it's covering in in ky jelly right and then you're trying to get pants on very difficult you're yeah. gonna have to go onto one on foot your back i think yeah. you're gonna have to go on your back like a beetle exactly and, and then if, you're not getting up again imagine that if that was timed wrong and yeah. your gleaming glistening <laughs> bum hole leg spread akimbo yeah that's gonna very like, with like the bristol rovers pirate hat <laughs> 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 so all those in favour of Get Your Kit On being part of the International Break Hotel within Footballland after three, say aye. Three, two, one. Aye. Yes. Well just done, firm, 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 me, yeah. firm. Firm. Can't wait to get all the costumes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Gents, uh, we have a guest, yeah. Spencer Owen, um, CEO of Hashtag United. Uh, we are going to have to yeah. get into the pipe uh, no, to interview him. Pipe. So let's yeah. get into that pipe so we can get into the Wayne Lineker testicle. Yeah. So everyone hold hands. Have you got any of that lube? Yeah, we've got plenty. We've got, <laughs> we've got too much now, if anything. I don't know if any of this is real or not, or if Spencer's Get real. in the pipe, Mark. I'm in the pipe. Get in the pipe. I'm in the pipe. <laughs> Right, gentlemen, in the meeting room, I'm really proud to present Spencer Owen, who is the uh, CEO of Hashtag United. Welcome, Spencer. Hello. How you doing, guys? We're we're really well, Spencer. As as you know, uh, you're inside a giant fiberglass testicle uh, giving this pitch. Not for the first Uh, time. The Wayne Wayne Lineker fiberglass testicle. Uh, How much theme park experience have you got? Have you been to many theme parks before? I've got got plenty, plenty of theme park experience. I've got... um, when I was a kid, actually, my parents won a trip to go to Alton Towers Hotel and stay in the chocolate room. Do you remember this, the chocolate room? Ooh, had a, had I've been a, to a different chocolate room. <laughs> it had a vending machine of, of, of um, it was in the hotel, I should say, of, of the theme park. It had a vending machine that was uh, unlimited chocolate. So as a kid, you're like, any chocolate bar, just unlimited. But we got there and the vending machine was bloody out of order. So they just gave us a box of roses. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I had a plan. I bought my biggest anorak. I was going to absolutely store this stuff up and sell it at school. But um, and then I also went to a very cool place. I've done all the classics, but I went to a place called Futuroscope once in France, which is right up your. I've heard of that. I've like, been there. I've been there. You've been there, yeah. Mark. Yeah, there you go. yeah, Whoa. it's amazing. Mark, Mark, Mark's been to two theme parks. You've been to like some yeah. shit one in Kent, Dreamland, which <laughs> Dreamland Brothers, and and then Futuroscope. It's just outside Poitiers, isn't it? Yeah, I went there. I was about probably about twelve, I think. Can you remember any rides you went on? No, the only bit I remember of that is my mum is a bit mental, and there was this like roller disco, like no, not roller disco, like restaurant where people go around mm. on rollerblades, and my mum ended oh. up. It wasn't like a karaoke or anything. My mum ended up on a stage singing Grease songs in front of the whole like <laughs> trust me my mum's crazy it was just a bit while, embarrassing while on, on rollerblades 
I can't remember if she's a role base or not, but it wouldn't have made it any more weird. Trust me, it was weird enough already. That's amazing. Great stuff. All right, cool. Um, right, so every, every guest on Football Land pitches a ride, and uh, we're going to vote to see whether we bring it in. We're going to grill you on it, Spencer. Um, so what is your ride idea? Right, my ride idea is I think probably that the, the future of football gaming, but maybe mm. football in general, to be honest, depending on how, how big your imagination is. But yeah, I saw this thing on Gadget Show once. I can't remember what game it was for. It was either for like Call of Duty or Battlefield or something, but it was this simulator where you put, a, you know, um, virtual reality style, you put the headset on, but it was way more than that. There's something called a 360 treadmill. I don't know if you've seen them, but it's like these treadmills that move in every direction. So basically they move the way you move. So if you move to your left, wow. move to your right, backwards, forwards, it, you can sprint, you can do every sort of movement you want. You don't actually go anywhere, but you're, ex- you're exerting the energy. And they'd set it up. So the, when this guy was playing, and actually had Andy McNabb doing it. What, from the SAS? From that, yeah, the, you know, the Andy McNabb. <laughs> he's, he's fictional. He did such a terrible job at being anonymous as well, didn't he? Is he not? <laughs> if, he's not if he's fictional, it's the guy that wrote the books. He's definitely, no, he's definitely no, no, real. No, he's I'm definitely joking. real. He's, real. he's definitely real. And he's really <laughs> SAS and he's, he's top secret. He and o- o- Otis Dealey from The Gadget Show are best <laughs> mates. Yeah, they, they, Andy McNabb was loving it, to be fair. He basically, um, basically, in the, it's like real life Call of Duty or whatever. So if he got shot in the game, they had paintball guns set they up around the room, 360 degrees angle. So if he got shot, he got shot, but he got shot from the angle he got shot from. Yeah, and like, wow. It was completely immersive. And wow. so he's linked to the game. He'd have to move around. And it was so realistic that in the, in the episode, so let's say he was doing a level and it took him, say, two, three minutes to clear this level. And then he had to move on to the next area. Rather than moving on at the end, he spent like 10 minutes going around this empty computer game level because he was like, that's what we're doing the that's what we're doing the army, making sure it was clear. And he thought he was literally <laughs> back in the war zone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you've got oh. one end of the scale is that. And then the other end of the scale is when Ronnie O'Sullivan tried VR and he played snooker. Did you see that? <laughs> when he was just playing on a pretend table and then he, he leant down on the pretend table to take a long shot and he just fell on the floor. <laughs> Have you seen that? I've not seen it. Uh, he and Andy McNabb should really like do a trading places like wife swap style. I'm not sure um, the demand for like Oculus Rift snooker to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure the demand on snooker in general, let alone Oculus Rift version. But no, no very but yeah, cool. like I saw that and I thought that could be where football goes. Like in terms of people that like playing games like FIFA or whatever. Like you know, if, I don't know if you've ever played pro clubs, but pro clubs are like where you play as one mm. player on the team, so it's like getting a bit closer to yeah. real football. You know, you, you control yeah. just yourself. I'm thinking, where can that go in the future? So you're not just holding a controller and all that, but you're feeling like you're playing football without playing it. And I'm wondering, is there a world where you have a free set in this theme park ride. You go in the little area. You'd have a 360 treadmill set up. You put your goggles on. The bit I can't quite get my head around, which is where I need some sort of technical help, I guess, is like how your interaction with the football works. Is there actually a football or is it more like you're, you think there's a football and you're moving your leg in that direction? Probably the latter. It should I'd almost love, definitely. I'd love to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> should almost definitely be like Ronnie O'Sullivan, right? It, <laughs> just no football and people just falling over all the time. I, I guess you have like a haptic feedback suit, right? So that it can, you know, you can feel where an imaginary ball would be. Yeah, you'd need some uh, you, kind of resistance to it. You'd need some kind of weight that you were reacting against. I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, so stop me if, if I have, but 
there a lot of this cutting edge technology as with everything uh, is first developed in the sex industry and they they are experimenting with electroskeletal <laughs> genitalia so that you can have virtual sex with someone on the other side of the world and it will correspond exactly to you know the male and female or female on female or whatever uh, dimensions and what trade magazines like- are you reading mark <laughs> where this is coming up <laughs> Uh, like, that, why do you keep on the, saying about the innovations in the sex industry? That was in the saga catalogue that came through the door. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that we get Anne Summers involved? Uh, yeah, Ooh. I mean, she could do a job up front as well. She's quite useful <laughs> at nodding in them corners. So, Spencer, are you imagining, like, uh, ele- well, 22 uh, treadmills... Um, all in separate booths, a bit like Ready Player One. Yeah, it'd be, I mean? it'd be like and, uh, when you go yeah. and play paintball, or whatever. It'd be like an experiential thing. You go out, yeah. Um, but it would allow you to, like, you could be really good in this world. Maybe there'd be, maybe there's a reason you can't play football in real life. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of thing that's stopping you. But you can go and do this, and it's almost like the next, next version of it. And I think it's definitely the, if they get the technology right, it could be the future of like football gaming. But it could actually impact football in general, like on the Ready Player One. Uh, Ready play one angle. Like imagine where football might go in in the next 30, 40, 50 years. You never know. I feel like there's some sort mm. of big innovation coming in. But what I like about it is like you could have different game styles. So like let's say you get these foreign footballers that come over to England. They take a little bit of time to adapt, don't they? You put them in one of these. You put the setting to English, right? And they just get slight <laughs> tackles come at them left, right, and centre. You know they're getting bodied on the floor. You put the setup. You, you change it to Brazil, and it's all about yoga Benito, and you're doing rainbow flicks and whatever. So you could like yeah. tailor your game, and it, you, know, you have these guys, these equivalent of paintball guns. I don't know, like a massive. Yeah, I don't know. So it comes in, it just takes your legs away, basically. I like that idea. Uh, you know, do you ever? You know, when you watch keepers warm up, and the goalkeeping coach has just got two massive rugby tackle like pads. <laughs> And they're just like slightly pushing against them, aren't they, when they're going up for corners? And it's never quite the same. Like it's it's a soft pad, uh, whereas in real life you've got like Peter Crouch's elbows in your eye socket. Uh, I don't think anything quite prepares you for English football. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like there's got to be the angle of why uh, 22 players would play this virtual one and not just have a kick about in real life. Maybe when you come to Football Land and you plug into this this game, you you can put yourself into a famous football match. So maybe you could yes. like become centre mid in, in Spain versus Netherlands 2010 World Cup final and you get yeah. karate kicked by De Jong. <laughs> like, you can live that out. Howard Webb just goes, yeah, that's maybe right. Maybe the kind of South, almost any kind of South American semi-final where yeah. um, the spectators run on and kick the shit out of you as well could be could be like a nice experience. I'd like to see how long you could survive as a ref whenever all the players come on <laughs> and there's a fence you've got to scale. That would be amazing if somebody used this technology to be a ref. Or a member of, of the crowd that runs on. So you can potentially be running in whatever direction you want on this 360 mm. degree treadmill just punching the living fuck out of everything that you come come up against or, or the england yeah. euros final you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. why, why stop at the pitch stamp on harry Maguire's dad it's kind of like gta isn't it like you've got all these missions to do, but everyone just goes in there and kills pedestrians like you can play football or you can just take out the linesman uh, i'll tell you what um it could actually like uh as well it, it, on a serious note you've got an underperforming lower morale player in a in your Premier League club, you stick them in the simulator, you set it on easy, and you get them their confidence yeah. up again. They should have done that with Danny Drinkwater long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a place a couple of months ago in Bournemouth called the Footy Lab, 
and it's set up by the guys who used to be the owners of Bournemouth Football Club. Um, yeah. And essentially, it's technology. They actually, so as well as creating centres like this one in Bournemouth, their main business is they sell this technology, like to Barcelona, for example. You know, have you seen those sort of, um, they're like a little circle you get in and you've got to kick, it's like a bat board. You've got to kick the football against the board at a certain, yeah. think lights, lights light up, yeah. you've got to get the ball back yeah, yeah. and keep moving it on. You get a score yeah. for it. So their idea is like actually gamifying football. So they'll take this to Barcelona. They'll say, okay, Iniesta did this. He got a score of 172. In the exact same conditions, what can you get? And you can actually compare yourself as footballers. So that, again, that's almost like, what's good about that is it allows you to train and take part in something as an individual. So when you haven't got 20 other people around you. So maybe that's what this is. It's like the ability to play in high, high intensity environments without necessarily having the game to play there was, there was a moment where you said about sort of barriers to entry you know what what might be holding people back uh, from playing football um i think the main thing is uh, is effort uh most people are just completely bone idle like we all could have been amazing <laughs> footballers if you could only be asked and so i wondered there's a worry there that if if this is about kind of helping sort of you know people get that footballing experience, it sort of it requires a lot of effort still, and I'm a bit I'm a bit worried. Is there a way we could remove the treadmill and sort of somehow make this into a like a sofa or an armchair, <laughs> so that <laughs> so that you could. So you can sort of sit in your armchair still, and maybe right. it's like an exoskeleton. Maybe it does the running for you, and you're sort of... I don't know, maybe if you're just thinking about it, like... <laughs> so so, you, so you, what yeah. you want instead of, of that is you want, a, you want to just sit down and think about football. Yeah. Right. How, how good you could be. But then actually that- you probably find there are people out there who like maybe they're disabled or something that's stopping them being able to actually play and they actually have a great football in mind. Exactly. So what exactly. Ryan's suggesting is actually Very probably true. much more closer to the way it will go, like yeah. Matrix style sort of thing, isn't it? You can imagine. And it's almost like, you know, how good you think you are. You know what I mean? It's almost like if you, th- it's almost, <laughs> even then the kind of the braggarts but, of this world would be a mate, you know, they would be incredible. But doesn't that open the way for the most depressing thing ever? Like even in my imagination, I'm shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You'd well, be so disappointed. Yeah. Oh my the world's god! Newest, I can I can do whatever I want, and I've just missed a sitter. Yeah, yeah. But Spencer, what's what's the name of the ride? Okay, what should we call it? I'm tempted to call it. I'm tempted to call it Future Scope. <laughs> just kind of like the future of football. Yeah. And obviously, okay, let's take that, over Poitiers. Well, all the all the logos <laughs> done. Then you don't need to do any kind of branding or design. <laughs> just borrow theirs. <laughs> Cool, calling it Future Scope. Sounds good. <laughs> I, I can't see any lawsuits. I think this there. idea's got legs. I'm not trying to poo poo my own idea here, but I think it's got legs mm. in terms of the future of football. But how does it attract people to football land? And how does it, why does it, what's the unique thing that you guys can offer there that you can't do somewhere else? Usually we just have someone like Les Ferdinand endorsing it. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, so don't worry about that. Yeah. We'll just get a footballer to stand outside it and point. I mean, we've got yeah. we've got Lee Catamol running a petting zoo, mate. So, uh, no, I think... Troy I, Deeney I, I, with a megaphone should get him in. Right, all in favour of Future Scope by Spencer Owens. Say aye. Three, two, one. Aye. Aye. Congratulations, Unanimous. Spencer. Unanimous. I love this. Unanimous. You're in. Uh, good. I love Congratulations. This. You must be dead proud. I'm going to tell my mum to get the roller skates ready and she can, do, she can be there for the opening, maybe. <laughs> oh, sing some Elvis. She could be the Diana Ross of Futuroscope. <laughs> she, if, is she able to sing whilst missing a penalty? Because we want her. 
Oh, what a wonderful oh, episode! What a wonderful episode! Oh. Many thank you, Spencer, for for yeah. for pitching your real ride at a real football land on a fake In podcast. Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. Well, well, very done. good. Lovely. Good. All right. It was nice. a real smorgasbord. Yeah, a smorgasbord. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Have uh, a rate one. us five stars. Um, uh, become a Patreon where you can pitch your own ride to Football Land. Send us a jingle. We'll Send us play a jingle. It we'll play it. Rip the Michael out Send of it as well. anything to us. Listen. Tell Send all us your stuff. friends. Send us anything. And we'll see you again after Christmas. Yeah, and be nice to people. It's be Christmas. Nice. For goodness' sake. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.